0: Welcome to Viva La Vulva, the podcast that explores and teaches about the goodness of the vulva. Here is your host, Dr. Kara Quant, an internal medicine doctor and advocate for female sexual health. Hello, and welcome to the Viva La Volva podcast. I am your host, Dr. Cara Quant, and I have a special guest on the podcast today. This is also live in person, and so uh, parts of it will be in that you can do through audio, and then there are some parts that are just going to have to be on video, and you're going to have to go onto the YouTube channel in order to see more. But I have my friend, uh, or Known this person for quite some time. Her name is Nicole the Pole hey. or Nicole Williams. Uh, she is a professional pole dancer, she is a life coach, and she is a personal trainer. Yes, you see those guns. <laughs> and she has been featured on so many videos like uh, Rihanna, Pour It Up, uh, Chris Brown, uh, Nicki Minaj, Throw some Mo. Bruno Mars. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so I wanted to bring her on the podcast today to talk about professional pole dancing. Because I know it is empowering for women. I know that uh, women can tap into their femininity more and to their sexuality more. And so that is the reason why I have her on the podcast. So thank you, Nicole, the pole for being on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. excited. Yes. Yes. So wanted to know how did you get started with professional pole dancing?
1: Well, I started pole dancing in 2007. And back then it was very new. There was like one big studio name. And I know when I first saw it, I didn't know anything about pole dancing classes. When I saw it, I was like, oh, stripper pole, stripper tricks, you know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't even called pole dancing back then. But that's What, what I mean. did you call it stripper dancing? Like, yeah, I would just <laughs> say, you know, if somebody was going to say, oh, what did you do last night? I would be like, I was on a stripper pole, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas now, if you ask me that, I would say I was on a dance pole. Like, it would just be a total different reference. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't have said pole dancing, you know what I mean? Like, now I'd be like, oh, I was pole dancing today. Yeah. Back then I'd be like, oh, it's on sugar pole. I'm just doing it. Just trying to, you know, shake it. (laughs) But I started in 2007 and I got my own pole at home and I started self-teaching myself because I saw some girls doing it one day at a party. And so I was like, that looks so cool. I want to do that. And they showed me like three tricks. And so I thought I was was good after those three tricks, but I really wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just started self-teaching and the thing that I fell in love with like, I'm a total tomboy. So like that, I mean, it was nothing sexy about me. <laughs> I thought I was cute. Like if I put on a black dress, that was about it. Mm. Outside of that, I was just like, yeah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I started pole dancing, like it started bringing out this this feminine side of me that I wasn't truly really tapped into until now. And so it's really cool to teach women to tap into that and to just feel themselves in a different way. Mm. It's like getting out of your head and then like into your body. So it's, experiencing yourself in life differently
0: yeah Yeah. and I have tried pole dancing in the past I have actually done a couple classes of Nicole's and it is not as easy as it I mean it doesn't even look easy but like I remember my forearms being on fire like days after like I could barely lift up a pencil or anything because I was like this is this is hard work like it's not anything easy I think there are many people like you that make it look easy and, you know, like anyone can do it. But getting on the pole is something else. and It actually
1: is easy. Like, I don't like people to say that it's hard because if it was hard, like you wouldn't be able to learn anything like in first class. Mm. But literally in your first class, you can learn three spins with a little bit of choreography. It's just about having a good teacher and somebody to break it down to you. But if you were to, like, if I were to just show you a trick and just say, do it without any instruction, that would be hard. Mm. That's the thing. And it looks so fun and simple, which is why you think it's easy, you know, just super easy. But it's
0: like, once you get it, it actually is fairly easy to do the beginner stuff. To do the beginner stuff. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, (laughs) how long did it take for you to feel comfortable in doing like all of the tricks, like all of the things that you do at what point? In your self-teaching, did you feel like, or, you know, if you added some classes to it? Like, at what point did you feel comfortable? I want to say
1: I felt comfortable right away, only because I had a fitness background and personal training background. So, like, I didn't really have the fear of going upside down and the flipping because I was used to doing that kind of stuff. So, I think that made it just a little easier for me. But I remember there being certain moves that it took a while to, like, kind of get it. So it was like, even though I may be able to go upside down, but to figure out this other move and what to do with my legs, like, it's, it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. And then trying to make it look good. It's like, like, I could get into a lot of moves, but it didn't look good. So there's there's these different ways to clean it up and, you know, point your toes and your lines. And like, I was like, point my point my what? Like I was like, <laughs> my toes don't point, And they didn't. <laughs> but I would say probably like after about a year, I was like, okay, I look really good. But then two years later, three years later, if I look back at year one, yeah, I'm like, oh God, it looks bad. <laughs> so it's all relative. Yeah, you know what uh-huh. I mean? As a beginner standpoint, it's good. Yeah. From a professional standpoint. It's just okay, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it really is. Like, if you just gotta let yourself go through the process and just enjoy the journey, like, it's supposed to look like shit at first. You know what I mean? It's supposed to look crappy, like anything else. Mm. But it gets good. And when it gets good,
0: you like, hey, hey. hey I can dance. Oh, and like, it. Make, it, make it look good. <laughs> 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 okay. So once you get on the pole, and like, once you felt comfortable in doing it like did you tap into something different when you were pole dancing when I first started it was tapping into the being sexy mm.
1: like I wasn't used to playing the sexy role or whatever you know most girls like maybe if they're dancers they're just already kind of just sexy or if you see like a really beautiful pretty girl or you know you mean think she's just sexy I didn't ever feel that so it was me almost going can I mimic that mm. can I imitate the thing that I see other people do that I think is sexy or sensual. You know what I mean? It yeah. was, and everybody has a different idea of what that looks like, right? So I have a certain look that I like, but somebody else is sexy. I can be like, I don't care for that. So it's like everybody can find their own sexy. And now I dance in the way that I see that looks sensual, that looks inviting, that like anybody can watch it. <laughs> like it's a little sexy, but there's also a little what do you call it incense to
0: it you know what I mean like
1: that's how I feel like I dance where it's like I feel like it it like sits in a line to where like pretty much the majority of people can enjoy it. Yeah you know what I mean where there's some styles it's like only a certain yeah it's not
0: like super raunchy you're not like taking off clothes. Well not not taking off clothes like completely taking off clothes. Mm -hmm. So like it's not stripper. Yeah it's Uh, not stripper style it's not stripper style. Yeah,
1: but it's like all those styles they have like I love stripper style, you know what I'm saying? Like I love some stripper style, but then that's not my performance style. But I can do that too. Like sometimes I'll do a performance where one is my regular self, you know that classic kind of style, and then I will have a second song where I just get ratchet. <laughs>
0: you saying you have an alter ego. Yeah, yes. you gotta have different sides. <laughs> like that side is definitely
1: in there. I wish I had the big booty and I had my thighs. But you <laughs> just really don't. But in my mind, they do. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, do you feel like you take this, like this alter ego, this like personality that comes out of you when you do pole dancing? Like, do you take that into your? regular life also? Or do you feel like that's been the case? I
1: definitely believe so. Like I
0: always say, like
1: whatever you learn in here, you literally can apply it to any other area of your life. So even how you look at it, like if you're saying it's difficult before you even try it, I bet that's where you're doing that in other places in your life. And it's like, even if you think it's hard, still go anyway. Mm. Let me guide you. Trust me that I know that you can do it. You know what I mean? And some people that's hard to do. And that shows up in their life, like, you know what I mean? And then there's other people that are willing to go, okay, I'm willing to fuck up. The people who try to be perfect too fast are the people that take the longest to learn. Interesting. Because they're in their head blocking the information, not allowing it to look fucked up. Mm. They're trying to get it on number five versus, no, it takes about 15 to 20 yeah. before it looks good. But if you want it to be right gonna get frustrated and as you get frustrated you start fumbling mm-hmm. the mood even more yeah so the the cool thing is you get to adjust that so if you're like super anal you get to just relax
0: have <laughs> fun be goofy you know what i mean like we do
1: all of that and mm-hmm. so that's why it's so much more than pole like it's not about just doing the the pole tricks or you know trying to be too sexy or stripperish or the fitness. Like you really get to see yourself in class yeah, and you get to look at yourself in a different way and have a little more compassion for yourself. Mm. And then you can apply that because if you practice it here, then you must do it outside Mm. in real life. I see.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, like I personally love salsa dancing and I have been doing it for a while. And I know that in the beginning and still now Mm -hmm. having a partner that is kind of guiding me, a certain way and I just like I'm usually so in my head and I'm like I can't get out of it and so like the moves don't look like graceful yeah. it's definitely more of like a, a, a you know so it's like a fumbling over because I'm in my head so you're saying it has to you have to be out of your head yep and into the pole
1: yeah exactly and just like, let it be what it's gonna be and just know that it's gonna get better every single time mm-hmm. until like. You got to do it about 50 times. By the time you get to 50, you gonna be like, damn, I could do this all along. Like, that's literally what ends up happening. You go, wow, the move I thought I couldn't do, I'm doing it, and I'm doing it beautifully now. Mm -hmm. And that sense of accomplishment, that just keeps happening as you keep taking class, because you're learning all these new things. And there's so many points where you go, there's no way I'm going to do that. (laughs) And a girl the other day, she's like, there's no way. And then five minutes later, I'm nowhere near her. She's doing the move by herself, going upside down. In five minutes before that, it was like, oh hell no! Like <laughs> hell no, she's like, my legs don't do that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a beautiful moment to be like, see, you got it. I told you. you, yeah, I told you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So wait, at what point do you teach the like flipping over part? So. There's, Is this like beginner, intermediate? So, so we call beginner stuff anywhere with your feet down.
1: Your head's up, feet down, right? Okay. And then there's your the beginning of the advanced stuff. So advanced, there's tricks that are are like where you're going upside down, but it's still the beginner level of that. So it's an advanced movement, but when you're just starting it, that's baby level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's going upside down, but there's going upside down with your hands, going upside down using the back, you're just going upside down using one arm. There's just different levels of advancing that up Mm -hmm. so there's people that are strong enough to be able to go upside down the first day but there's so much more to do once you get up there that you have to learn that like (laughs) even if you're strong it doesn't mean you're going to understand how to get into a move yes that's the only thing because
0: i've seen that uh so we've hung out and i've seen her doing pole dancing things just in regular life on the, <laughs> along the street and guys will come over and you know try and attempt those same moves and they usually have the upper body strength mm-hmm. to do it so they can do the the upside down stuff but it's like what do you do after that yeah move. or you see me have a guy do a move and they're not able to do it
1: yeah and they look big and strong <laughs> and shit but it's like it doesn't matter like if they can't understand how to position the arm and relax this on top of this like, if you can't mentally, like, get that, it don't matter how strong you are. You <laughs> can't be able to hold the pose. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you'll have that big guy and you not know to do it. Mm. So a lot of things are not even... They look like they're strength moves, but they're more technique. Yeah. It's just like this real technical and you got to just kind of get it in your mind and then you can do it. Mm. But it looks... But it seems like it's super hard, but it's not. Yeah. So it's just kind of like that mind-body connection. That's yeah. That's thing that
0: it So I was going to say, my upper body strength is not the... uh the best, and so I mean I, I'm sure I, I can get to that point. I can get to that point of getting there, but you know it's usually not me doing like a full pull up. Yeah, I can't do any of that. But stuff. if you don't train it, so if you're not able
1: to do a full pull up, I can tell you you don't train pull ups, right? <laughs> no, like you have like if I don't do pull ups, I mean because I do pull that it gives me a little bit of upper body strength at all times. But if I'm not training pull-ups and I just want to go do a five, like do pull-ups, the max I could do is five to eight. So that's me on my weekend, meaning I don't train them. Yeah. If I start doing them like two times a week, I'll be, be able to do 15, 20 by myself. But I have to train to do that. So mm. it's like, you can't expect to have this certain type of strength. that's yeah. not doing anything really yeah. to maintain it. Like I was just working out for three months on legs from May to August. Going hard. Legs are bigger, muscular. I took two months off. Legs back to soft dough. <laughs> Cookie dough. I was like, what is this? And so I just started working back out last week. And already after four workouts, my legs aren't that much higher. Yeah. Four. Just after four. Just really going hard
0: on them. Yeah. like you
1: can really make a change. You just got to be consistent at that change.
0: Yes. You do have to be consistent. You do. Yeah. So is there a certain, like... Weight limit for the pole? Like, is there a certain person that is like, ah, uh, you can't, <laughs> you can't do this, or this is not, this isn't helpful? So it
1: can vary, but the it's basically whatever weight the pole can hold, a person can get on the pole. Okay, and they usually hold. Uh, normally, the removable poles hold up to three hundred pounds. Okay, so that's pretty much any woman, most women, the average woman is under three hundred pounds. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But even if you were bigger than that, there's other things you could do as far as movement to help you start to just start feeling better and then, you know, making some dietary changes and then reducing your weight so that you could eventually start doing tricks where you want to get off the ground. Mm. But there's some girls close to 300 pounds that are climbing the pole, going upside down, doing crazy stuff. But that's not where they started. Like that's them a year in, two years later. Like it took a long time to build up enough to maintain their body weight. But what I can tell you is they are stronger than the smaller girl because they are carrying that weight. So as they lose weight, they're even stronger because like after you lose that 10 pounds, another 10 pounds comes off. And I've seen it. Like There's so many studios where they showcase all these students who are losing weight from doing this two to three times a week mm-hmm. because they feel better. Yeah. So they're mentally now making better changes. Yeah. The studio usually is maybe even helping with the diet or they're doing other fitness classes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it makes it, it just, your body changes because mm-hmm. you feel
0: good. Yeah. And I can imagine, or at least for from my perspective, if I don't like a certain workout, then I'm not going to want to do that. Like, I'm not going to have the mental motivation to be like, I want to do this class or do this whatever so i feel like something that is going to be exciting and sexy and inviting i feel like that is easier for me to continue on with rather than something that is just like "Mm, i'm doing it just because i need to work out three times a week and that's why pole dance is still here Like a lot of people thought it was going to be a fad
1: but the thing is it's not a fad workout yeah like it's constantly evolving and growing and no matter what you got to start at point a like you just can't be like, oh, I want to be over here. Like you have to go through all of that and all of that is fun. Mm. <laughs> to be twirling around and hanging upside down and doing things. You look like a ninja. <laughs> that shit is dope. It's so much fun. Like, like I had a retreat in London in August. There was a lady that I was 60. She was killing
0: it, wow. doing
1: crazy stuff. And I was just like, yo, I want to be like this. Like, And I could see because she had been maintaining some level of fitness. Yeah. That's why she was able to do that at yeah. 60. It wasn't like she was 60 and she ain't did nothing in 30 years. You know, She was still active in some way with fitness. Yeah, But there have been women who did nothing. I'm talking about nothing. No type of fitness. No, nothing in high school, nothing in their 40s and 50s. And they just start doing this sport and they become amazing like... Uh, competitive champions and stuff like that. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's all because they fell in love with it Mm -hmm. and they dedicated time and they were consistent. And they chose a goal, you know, whether it be a competition or I want to do a recital or I just want to see myself look different and feel more Uh confident. Like everybody has their own reason as to why they do Mm -hmm. pole, And people think it's because people just want to be slapping their ass. People may walk in for that, but when they leave, that idea is completely changed. Mm.
0: Well, you know, actually, I wanted to get into that because I feel like there is still, at least from my perspective, there's still a negative connotation with mm-hmm. like pole dancing and strippers. Yeah. And so like, what do you say to those people that are like, oh, you're just a, a stripper? And it's like, I would say, yeah, first first of all, there's say, nothing, wrong with, <laughs> there <is> nothing
1: <laughs> wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. So that's wrong usually the that. first thing that I say but I also let people know too people aren't coming here to want to be strippers I said you go to a strip club for that I said people come here because they want to learn how to do these cool tricks and now they've learned or heard from someone else that oh this gets you in shape our girl is really so fun or you see your friends doing this ninja shit and you're like (laughs) like yup like that like Becky doing that (laughs) like Michelle is over here I was like Michelle didn't even look like she could do something like that then you're like if she can do it I can do it, like literally that's what happens, right? And then you see all this camaraderie, you see these photos of your friends in class and the videos, and then that makes people start getting interested in it. And once you start seeing it that way, it makes you go, oh, okay, these people are doing it for fun. Yeah. If you don't have that as a visual though, the most people only can reference to stripper. Yeah. And that's why I don't think it's anything wrong with that. Like people have to understand that people are, most people are gonna still say stripper pole, or you girl, that girl's doing that stripper thing. Because they don't know about the pole dancing industry. It's big to us because we're in it. But there are so many people outside of it who have never heard of pole dance yeah. still. They don't know that there's women that's opening up pole studios. Like, it's not as big as people think it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a regular gym workout still. So there's still a, a group of society that doesn't know that we're doing this shit because it's just...
0: <laughs> and it's a workout. And and- like It keeps my arms amazing. Like...
1: I teach this two, three days a week. I don't even have to do the gym because this takes care of my upper body. Mm. And it looks like I work out in a gym. But mm. I'm working out on my little pole
0: at home, having fun. Dang.
1: And don't even feel like I'm working out. Yeah. So that's the beautiful thing
0: about it. Mm, that is crazy. Yes, I've seen in the past where, yeah, people can use or talk about the pole badly. And I don't think I've ever... Thought of it that way, but it has crossed my mind, and other people hearing other people talking about it. And I know that there's a whole bunch of studios that are around the world because I mean we're so we're in Los Angeles, and there are a couple in LA, right? There's more than a couple. There's more than a couple in LA.
1: There's a whole studios pretty much in every major state dozens and, and and around the world you yeah. pretty much go to any country they have pole dancing there
0: interesting um
1: and it's it's growing like even in united emirates i taught out there four years ago i taught at three different studios so yes in dubai in <laughs> <in laughs> and
0: where you so can't, can't even where you can't even show your body
1: the women walked into class in their hijab and then class starts everybody's in their tank tops and their shorts Women go back in their hijab after class and walk out like nothing happened. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's happening around the world. Wow. Yeah, women coming in and they're in there. Whatever it is, they're coming in that day and they work attire, you know, just came home from dropping the kids off at school,
0: like whatever it is, like, and then you're
1: in there getting
0: it. Mm. (laughs) So, what other type of women have you seen come into your studio? And you have
1: everything from, you know, a person in college. Like I got half college students, yeah. you know, who are, you know, still trying to figure out life, <laughs> don't know what they want to do. You got somebody that maybe just got into a relationship. Mm-hmm. You have a lady that's just gotten divorced and she's looking to get, you know, like and get in touch with herself again. Yeah. You have the person that's just like, I'm so awkward and I just I need to do something with myself. Or the lady that's like, yeah, I heard this is so cool and I heard it's a great workout. You know what I mean? You also have the person that's like, I've been watching you for like six years. <laughs> so I've been stalking you and I've been saying I'm going to go. And then they're like, I finally just I did it again. again. And I'm like, how are you for that long? Mm. And I think the thing that helps too, like when people see it in all these other mainstream ways, yeah. it makes people go, I keep seeing that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when the Hustler movie, like stuff like that comes out, or when you see it in the music video, it makes people get a little more like,
0: let me see if I can do that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I did see Hustler recently with J Lo and uh, Constance Wu. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, check it out. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But it also did get me into like, hey, you know, that is a good workout and it can be fun and I can tap into sexy parts of me that usually don't come up when I'm in the clinic being a doctor. Yeah. Like there's (laughs) no
1: other time where I would be, be sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no other place where I'm being sexy. And there's something about that, that like, if you could like to know that I can turn somebody on to even challenge myself like when I'm performing. I have to challenge myself sometimes when I'm performing, like make eye contact. I can sometimes get into my own zone. I yeah. don't realize that making that connection, just looking at some one person in their eyes for just a second, changes the way the performance goes. Whether I want to think that it does or doesn't, but when I can do that and hone in on people and be vulnerable, yeah, that's always, the challenge for me Mm. so it's like it's really good when i get to perform because it's not only me doing something for the people entertaining but it's also something for me too yeah it really is Mm -hmm. like it's something that i get out of it and then just being able to change people's minds about what they think that it is and then seeing it in a new light and literally i have so many women come up to me like that was dope (laughs) you know what i mean like I didn't think it looked like that. You yeah. Know what I mean, so just to change, like most people see that stripper pole, they see it up when they walk somewhere, like into an event, and they're like, oh, stripper pole here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I perform, and they're like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then they're like, wow, I didn't know it could look like that. And then they see the beauty in it versus, versus that, that old stripper thing. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But when you can show it differently, it gives people a
0: different mindset. That's what I love doing. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree, and I want to get some uh, started with some moves and like learn some stuff. <laughs> okay, so wanting to know, how can people find you, Nicole the Pole?
1: Well, you can uh, visit me on my website, NicoleThePole.com, where you can sign up for classes, uh, book parties. Uh, you can buy polls and instructional videos that I've made. Mm -hmm. Um, My Instagram is Nicole
0: the Pole. And my life coaching page
1: is Nicole the Soul Coach.
0: Mm. That's where you can find me, folks. Yes. And those will be also in the description of the podcast. So you can have links to her website as well as her social media tags. So, this is the end of the audio version. And, like I said, if you want to continue listening and watching, you need to head over to YouTube at Viva La Vulva LA. Um, It will be in the description of this week's podcast. So, stay tuned.